Chapter Sixty Two of Nights with Uncle Remus. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain and is read by Mark Smith of Simpsonville, South Carolina. Nights with Uncle Remus by Joel Chandler Harris. Chapter Sixty Two Brer Wolf and the Horned Cattle. Daddy Jack appeared to enjoy Tildy's story as thoroughly as the little boy. He one fine tale. "'He making me laugh till tears is coming me high,' the old African said. And somehow or other Tildy seemed to forget her pretended animosity to Daddy Jack, and smiled on him as pleasantly as she did on the others. Uncle Remus himself beamed upon each and every one, especially upon Aunt Tempy, and the little boy thought he had never seen everybody in such good humour. "'Sis Tempy,' said Uncle Remus, I spect it's your time for to put in. I just been rackin' my mind, said Aunt Tempy, thoughtfully. I see you fixin' dat there horn, and directly it make me think about a tale what I ain't hear none of you tell yet. Uncle Remus was polishing a long cow's horn for the purpose of making a hunting horn for his master. It come about one time did all the creatures what got horns took a notion that they got to meet together, and have a confab for to see how they gwine take care of theirself. Cause dem dare creatures what got tush and claw, they is a snatchin' em from round every corner. To be sure, said Uncle Remus approvingly. They sought out word, the horn creatures did, and they took a meet together way off in the woods. Man, sir! They was a big gang of em, and the muster they had out there, it wouldn't bear tellin' scarcely. Mr. Bull, he is there, and Mr. Steer, and Miss Cow. And Mr. Benjamin Ram with his fiddle, suggested the little boy. Yes, and Mr. Billy Goat, and Mr. Unicorn. And old man Rhinoceros, said Uncle Remus. Yes and lots more what I ain't know the names of. Man, sir, they had a mighty muster out there. Old Br'er Wolf, he took a year about the muster, and he's such a smarty that nothing ain't gwine do but he must go and see what they doin'. He studied about it long time, and then he went out into timber and cut him two crooked sticks, and tie em on his head, and start off to where the hong creatures meet at. When he get there, Mr. Bull asks him who he is, what he want, where he come from, where he goin'. Brer Wolf, he low, Bah, I'm named Little Sook Calf. Hey, hey, look out now, exclaimed Tildy enthusiastically. Mr. Bull look at Brer Wolf mighty hard over his specks, but after a while he go off somewheres else, and Brer Wolf take his place in the muster. Well, den, by and by, directly, they got to talkin' and tellin' their experience, just like the white folks does at class meetin'. While they is goin' on this away, a great big hoss-fly comes sailin' round, and Br'er Wolf took and forget hisself and snap at him. All this time Br'er Rabbit been hidin' out in the bushes, watchin' Br'er Wolf, and when he see this, he took and break out in a laugh. Br'er Bull, he took and holler out, he did, "'Who dat laughin' and showin' de manners?' 
nobody ain't make no answer, and directly Bear Rabbit holler out, "'Oh, kittle-cattle, kittle-cattle, where your eyes? Who ever see a sook calf snappin' at flies?' De hong creatures, they all look round and wonder what dat mean, but by and by they go on with de confab. Twant long for a flea took and bite Bear Wolf way up on de back of de neck, and fore he know what he doin', he took and squat right down and scratch himself with his behind foot. "'N.T.! exclaimed Daddy Jack. "'Dare you is!' said Tildy. Brer Rabbit, he took and broke out in another big laugh and disturb em all, and Danny holler out, "'Scritch em, scratch em, lawsy my laws! Look at that sook calf scratchin' with claws!' Brer Wolf get mighty scared, but none of de hong creatures ain't take no notice of him, and twa'n't long for Brer Rabbit holler out again. Rink em, tink em, ride em on a rail. Dat sook calf got a long, bushy tail. De hong creatures, they go on with their confab, but Brer Wolf get skeerder and skeerder, cause he noticed that Mr. Bull got his eye on him. Brer Rabbit, he ain't gin him no rest. He holler out, One and one never kin make six. Sticks ain't horns, and horns ain't sticks. With dat, Brer Wolf make as if he gwon way from there, and he want none too soon, neither, cause old Mr. Bull splunge at him, and little more and he'd er naturally tore him in two. Did Brother Wolf get away? the little boy asked. "'Yes, Lord,' said Aunt Tempy, with unction. "'He just scooted way from there, and he got so mad with Brer Rabbit that he took and play dead, and word went round that they want all the creatures for to go set up with him. Brer Rabbit, he went down there for to look at him, and time he see him, he ex, "'Is he grin yet?' All the creatures, they up and say he ain't grin, not as they knows of. Den Brer Rabbit he allow he did. Well, den, gentlemen's all, if he ain't grin, then he ain't dead good. In all my experience, folks ain't get dead good till they grins. When Brer Wolf year Brer Rabbit talk dat away, he took and grin from year to year. And Brer Rabbit, he picked up his hat and walking cane and put out for home. And when he got way off in the woods, he sat down and laughed fit to kill himself. Uncle Remus had paid Aunt Tempe the extraordinary tribute of pausing in his work to listen to her story, and when she had concluded it, he looked at her in undisguised admiration and exclaimed, "'I be blessed, Sis Tempe, if you ain't worse'n what I is, and I'm bad enough, the Lord knows I is.'" End of chapter 62